Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yeah, thank you very much, Gary. Appreciate that. It is 835 on this Tuesday morning. It's the sixth day of February 2024. And I'm John Reed. We are glad you're with us here on News Radio. WRVA on Ronald Reagan Day. You know, every year that I've been on this program, and even way back when, when I was at Channel Eight, I would I would always hijack the show, much to the <clears throat> frustration of my colleagues, <laughs> and talk about my experiences with Ronald Reagan on his birthday on February sixth. And uh, I'd bring in a big Ronald Reagan cake with his picture on it. That was the one. See, I was smart because. They might not have liked Ronald Reagan's policies, even though they probably benefited from them uh, financially, <laughs> but they wanted that cake. I got the best cake in town, and that, that you know, it's like, it's like George Washington handing out Madeira to people for votes. Yeah, George Washington was a great man, but don't forget, he bought the votes. <laughs> he bought the votes with alcohol. I just did it with cakes for, uh, for Ronald Reagan. So... You know, in the next hour, we'll talk a little bit about President Reagan and we'll play some more clips. But uh, Dan, the producer, has pulled up a few clips and he says, this is one I'm really going to like. So we'll play it real quick. I don't know whether you know it or not, but I have a new hobby. I am collecting stories that I can actually prove are told among the Russian people. They make them up themselves. They tell them between themselves, reveals they got a great sense of humor. And they've also got a little cynical attitude about things in their country. And uh, one of these stories, the one I'm going to tell you, I told to General Secretary Gorbachev. And he laughed. (laughs) The story was an American and a Russian arguing about their two countries. And the American said, look, in my country, I can walk into the Oval Office. I can pound the president's desk and say, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running our country. And the Russian said, I can do that. The American said, you can? He says, yes. I can go into the Kremlin, to the general secretary's office, pound his desk and say, Mr. General Secretary, I don't like the way President Reagan's running his country. <laughs> okay, that, that, that's a friendly crowd that loved that. But it made a point, and it won people over. And, you know, it made the, the Democrats were steamed. But it's a lesson um, in leadership and, and that's just one of them, you know, standing up and being strong when everybody else is saying sit down and shut up, I think, is one of the lessons that President Reagan taught us. But that lighter touch 
and trying to connect with people in different ways than just policy discussions. You know, win them over with uh, laughter, show that you understand um, humanity in a different way. That worked. You know, all the people who hated him back in the 80s, they still hate him today, and they're still doing their best to try to denigrate him even in death. And that's one reason why, since I worked for him personally for a whole year in 1993, I feel like it's one of my obligations, uh, and and it's correct, to push back on all the negative, because he did a great service for this country. He freed millions of people from the Iron Curtain, collapsed the communists in the Soviet Union, and I feel horrible today, to be honest with you, and then we'll go to our next guest, because I I may have been one of the people I thought, we won, we won, what's the problem? We won. Now we can enjoy... Peace, and we can enjoy happiness here in America. We don't have to worry about the communists anymore. Little did I know, naive, that the com- they're probably more communists in Washington today than there are in Moscow. I mean, that is crazy. Probably more communists in the Ivy League universities than there are in Moscow. They've come here, and they're pushing the same failed ideology, and I think they're getting close to winning. And... So, you know, I may have let too much time pass before I raised hell about it, but I'm going to I'm going to do it now. And one of the ways I can have a positive impact is reminding you of this great leader that many of us saw up close and personal and many of us watched for the eight years he was president. And I hope you'll do your own study because I think it's worth um, looking at the challenges he faced as an individual and as a leader and and taking some lessons from that for today's challenges. All right, 840 here on this Tuesday morning, and I get to do, occasionally I get to do an exit interview with somebody who has served in the Richmond area and has finally decided that they're going to go into retirement, and that time has come for my friend Jack Berry, who is the president of the Richmond Region Tourism, and I see him all over the place when I go to these events and um, for how many years have you been doing this, Jack? Good morning to you. Good morning, John. Uh, it's been 31 years yes. at the uh, Richmond Region Tourism, mm-hmm. but before that I was the general manager of the old uh, convention center for four years as well, so it's 35 years. It's a long time. What's What's different and what's better and... I'll ask you what's worse, but you might dip, be diplomatic in answering that. But tell, tell me your assessment of where things are. Well, even before we get into that, um, you know, I'm just reflecting on some of the events we've hosted. Mm-hmm. And one of the best conventions we have ever hosted was 1993. Hmm. And I don't know if you remember this or not, but the Fortune magazine would host a forum in a key city uh, in the country, and and they did it in Savannah, and then we were in 1993, and Gorbachev was the keynote speaker. Is that right? And what they did is they you could only bring the top CEO of the Fortune 500 companies. It was over at the Jefferson, and 165 of the companies were represented. And Gorbachev had just, you know, of course, everything with Reagan, what you had said, he was a real hot commodity and was the draw to mm-hmm. come to Richmond, to come to the Jefferson, to attend that convention. And the convention then went to Philadelphia the next year. But by far, that was just like 
the most prestigious convention. Well, we've had many, many, but when you talk about 1993, that was like second year into my reign here at uh, Richmond Region Tourism. The heavy hitters, that would have put us on the map, especially at that moment. It was fabulous. Well, do you look back over the 30 years and you see high points and low points? Or, you know, we've we've now got a huge convention center, and I I, I think we've got a steady uh, set of bookings there, maybe different from Gorbachev giving speeches, as I understand it, that that the sports tourism is very big. But how do you uh, assess those three decades? Oh, oh, good question. So it, it just continues to rise. I mean, that we just keep setting records every single year. Just this, this past weekend, we had 15,000 in attendance for a cheerleading event for uh, little girls from Maine to Florida, all over the East Coast coming here. And a couple of weeks before that, we had Richmond Volleyball Club, and they were, you know, Coupled with the Henrico Sports Building, they had uh, 40 volleyball courts, and it was pre-COVID numbers that, you know, the volleyball tournament had. And then, of course, you had the boat show, the the auto show. So, you know, it just keeps growing and growing. And and the other thing is just the significance of the destination. When the pandemic hit, you know, we didn't know how long that would last. And in the recession of 2008, it took us five years to recover. Well, Richmond Region was one of the fastest recovering destinations with the COVID. Hmm. It only took us 16 months to recover from, and the fourth anniversary is coming right up. It was mm-hmm. March. It was March 13, oh, yeah. Friday the 13th <laughs> of 2020. We right. shut down, not knowing how long it would take. And not only did we come out, we are just screaming at highest levels. Last year, we grew 16% over the record year before. So it just continues to grow and grow and grow. Well, what was the key to that bounce back? Well, it was actually, it was uh, the sports tourism that had a tremendous effect on it. Because even in 2008, when the recession hit, uh, people stopped traveling. They stopped going to Europe. They stopped going to Disney's. They stopped cruises. But they kept going with their sports tourism. Hmm. And when the pandemic hit, you couldn't travel. However, Virginia was allowed to keep the sports tourism alive. The kid, kids could go to the event, indoors or out, but mm-hmm. the parents could not attend. And a lot of other states didn't have that capability, and that's mm-hmm. why we got a lot of that business. But then, and again, you know, just like, you know, we've got the history assets, we've got the garden assets, we've got the attraction assets, but... You know, still what's really driving the uh, momentum for visiting any destination are restaurants. And before the pandemic, and you remember this, you know, we were talking about this in January of 2020, the New York Times had just come out with their top 52 destinations in the world to visit. And Richmond was number 39. Paris was 30, 31. Okay. We, were, we were seven cities away from being as cool as Paris. But the restaurant scene was driving that. And the other thing is, like, because I was putting together my notes, but what really transformed the destination was when Frommers, back in, it was 2011, Alex Nargis had just hosted Picasso. Washington had just discovered us. But Frommers Magazine said, while you weren't looking, Richmond got cool. 
and they attributed back in 2011 to breweries and restaurants way before the trend hits, way yeah. before all these other destinations are catching up. We've always been ahead of the curve okay. on, on trends. Well, that's that has been a big thing. You know, the, the people I know in New York and D.C. who have come to Richmond, that's one of the first things that they mention. So there's no the, the, it validates what that media is saying. And, you know, look, the the preservationist issue is is a big deal for me. And I'm not going to drag you into the ugly side of that. But can I ask you objectively to tell me where you think we are with that history tourism i mean williamsburg i think has been struggling i haven't checked in the last year how they're doing whether they've you know kind of righted the ship there but how do you think richmond region is doing so so objectively speaking and again i don't want to you know ding any of my competitors uh but we have such a diverse and so many uh assets to the destination. Mm-hmm. And that's what our strength is. And then the other thing is, you know, you got the four pillars of travel, family and friends, travel and leisure, which are all the attractions, meetings, conventions, and sports, and business travel. Mm-hmm. And the reason we came out of the recession in 2008 is because of those four pillars. We didn't right. get dinged as, as the major cities. And with those four pillars, we still strive so well. And and again, our strength now is, you know, they just yeah. had it this week of the growth of the population in central Virginia. Well, family and friends is the number one reason people travel throughout the world. And with more people living here, that really means more visitors coming. More aunts and, so, and uncles and grandmas right. and grandpas. That's right. Well, listen, Jack, you, you have been a real advocate for this region. You put your heart and soul into it. And you have really kept us on the map, and I think you deserve a great salute for that um, always, but especially as you wrap up your time here. And we hope to talk to your uh, successor very soon. Thanks for coming on, Jack. One thing, John, is that what I'll really, really miss is, in the listening audience, you know, John is everywhere. You will see him everywhere, and I'm... I'm like shoulder to shoulder with him, and he represents, you know, the region, the RVA, just a tremendous thing. And I will greatly miss running into you at all oh, of these different events. That John, me, so, okay. I was thinking, who's yes, this John you. you're talking about? All right, well, that's nice of you to say. I'm, I hope so. I, I want to join you in advocating for my hometown. I think it's a great place, and 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 we can keep on working to make it better. Hey, Jack, thanks well, for thank everything you for you've all done. that you do, John. Thank, thank you, you, sir. John. Jack Barry. Bye. The president of the Richmond Region Tourism. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. T Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus ATT and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.